Hey family, I wanted to say thank you so much for watching this video for your hobby or your career goals. As an educator who likes to refer to himself as a sharer, my goal is to give my way to success. I'm gonna give my way to success. And if you know me, you know that my two life mantras are what I know, you know. My goal is to have one impact. If I can help someone, my living is not in vain. So I've decided to base the entire educational side of my brand purely on a donation system. Yes, a donation system. And as a person who loves to share, I never wanna to have to make teaser videos where I give away some of the information in order to sell the rest of the information just to try to make a living like this. Okay, so let's take it from the top and put it all together. So we've got. And so for that last chord, you wanna check out the full tutorial on my site for only 1995. <laughs> Seriously. So to cater to the type of person that I am, I'd rather just give all the information away and base the entire system on a donation. This way I can focus on just pouring out the information to you with no hesitation. So here's how it works. To help me to sustain the process of making these videos, which requires hours of production, recording, and editing time, and to help me to sustain my living while doing it, I'm asking that you make a donation every, say, three to five videos or every video if you like in one of a couple ways. Now the one that would mean the most to me is probably the easiest for you to do. And that is to donate 99 cents. Yes, 99 cents for each video where you learn something new or where it helps you in your process. The way that you can do that is by downloading one of my songs from one of my two sites, either my personal site with my original music or my performance track site that features hundreds and hundreds of instrumentals and backing tracks. This way is something easy to afford and I get a chance to have a home in your music library. The other options are via my Patreon account, or by PayPal or Cash App. And you can donate as little or as much as you want, as often as you want. Again, I know it might seem crazy, but I'm convinced that for me, this is the way to go because of the fact that I'm releasing and will continue to release daily videos, giving away as much information as possible, education, expertise, or just crazy ideas for what they're worth. And if not, at least share the video with as many people as possible to spread the information. That would help my overall goal as well. So again, thanks so much for watching the video. Subscribe and hit the notifications button so you can make sure you see the daily videos that I release. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you in the next video. Take care. So hey everybody, we are back in the shed and uh i'm working with a little bit of a new and interesting setup here so a number of things which i've had for a while but not assembled in this way so right now as i'm trying to practice my brain is thinking about several different things so pardon me if i miss something or if i look weird or look in the wrong direction or something because i got a lot going on here so <laughs> we are back in the shed and um yeah i wanted to have some fun with uh, some two five ones and maybe even a tune or a standard or groove or something like that. And I wanted to do it in this format where my hands could be seen in this direction and where there was also a uh, visual of my 
Bruh, ouch, that really hurt. I hit my hand on the keyboard. <laughs> well, actually, you can see that. Anyway, um, I got a bright light in my face, so yeah, see my bright, shiny face. And where you can see the chords on the screen and the keys that I'll be playing. Yeah, so I'm tweaking this as I go to get it just right across the board technically, but for right now, I'm going to give this a try and just see how this turns out. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to shed on some minor 251s and um, to warm up, and it, that actually may be the whole shed tonight. Um, speaking of which, you know, I guess I could speak for a few seconds about that. So practicing 251s is really, really important. It's important for uh, most styles of popular music. And um, the 251 is like all of music in a nutshell. And like I said, mainly popular music like jazz, R&B, neo-soul, funk, blues, and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> because you have... Uh, in the major two five one, you have three chords: a minor chord, a dominant chord, and a major chord. And so that's covering major, dominant, and I'm sorry, uh, minor, dominant, major. And then in the minor two five one, you have half diminished, altered, and then minor. Um, so for those, I'm not going to go heavy into theory, but for those that are familiar with theory, you know that chords come in major minor augmented and diminished those are the four chord types and uh all the rest of the chords that we have uh derived from those four basic uh, chords so the 251 covers all those qualities and it's right in a nice little neat package plus the movement of a fourth is the most uh common basic movement in popular music the movement of a fourth we see it in blues we see it in rhythm and blues we see it everywhere funk the whole nine so i always believe that as a musician if you don't get a chance to practice anything else i think practicing two five ones really keeps you sharp and it also keeps you growing um, especially if you shed on it in this way which is going through all keys and uh, excuse me for a second. We're going to edit this part out because I got to grab my water. Okay, so I was also excited about this setup tonight because I'm going to practice on this keyboard. And as most of you all can see, this is a much smaller keyboard than, say, like this 88 that's behind me. This is a 49-note keyboard. And I wanted to practice on this because 
by the keyboard basically being chopped in half or the piano being chopped in half, it forces me to have more limitations, which means that in order for me to get creative, um, I have to rely on myself. I have to rely on the music within and being creative. And so that's like, um, to me on like a musical philosophical tip, you know, I think that when you're a musician and you're in a situation where you have less, it brings out more of the creativity in you um, because you're forced to rely on your creativity and imagination to take a little and do a lot with it. Um, more so than if it was the other way around where you had, you know, 88 keys or you had all the drums you needed at your disposal or all the keyboards, you know, it, it makes it easy, um, or easier. So anyway, I, I really do think though, that out of limitation spawns the greatest of creativity. So that's the other reason why I'm happy to practice like this tonight. So, okay. So I'm just going to get started. I'm just going to warm up. I always warm up by playing chords first, just to warm up my hands and get familiar with the harmony again. And, um, Oh, one more thing too. So in addition to practicing major two, five ones and minor two, five ones, my philosophy is that the, the other, um, concept that should be intertwined with that and cycled through. I like to work on major two, five ones for two weeks at a time. And then a minor, minor two, five ones for two weeks at a time. And then this last one, which is the blues. I think the blues is the other element that once you add it on to practice in two, five ones, I think that you've practiced everything that you need to, um, in the midst of popular music. And if you have, if you don't have a lot of time as a musician, but you take a small amount of time, like I'm going to do here, like 20 minutes and you put it into practicing major two, five ones, minor two, five ones and the blues and you drop new ideas in there. You, you take, you know, new little things from books, you know, books like these kind of books and resources, or, uh, grab something from a recording, you transcribe it by ear. I think dropping it into your major minor two, five ones and your blues and taking that through all 12 keys in short amounts of time every day. Um, cause you don't have to spend hours doing this. I think that it not only keeps you up to par as far as, you know, if you have a present level of proficiency, but I think it's the soil to take you farther than where you are and keep and where you keep increasing levels, even though you aren't practicing a whole lot. And even though, um, you only, you're spending a small amount of time practicing a small concept. So anyway, that's my musical philosophy around growth, um, in music and how to grow in popular music and the power of two, five ones and the blues. So with that, I'm going to shut up and practice now. <laughs> so <clears throat> here we go.
I'm also getting used to these keys as well because this keyboard has a particular feel that's different and I just got it. because it has a weighted feel which better than any other keyboard of this size that I've ever played but it's not exactly the the weighted feel of my uh, my true weighted uh, it's like it's it's not weaker for those that uh, have played small keyboards like this it's very strong Resistant. It's almost stronger than an actual weighted board. So it's going to take me a few minutes for my fingers to get used to this kind of pressure. Because it's pretty heavy. some of my notes are dropping out. Yeah, this thing is hard. And I got pretty good finger strength. Uh -uh. It'll get a little bit better though as time goes on. Pushes back so hard on your hands. 
keyboard is really it's really different I'm having a hard time just getting my ideas out but that's normal though because every every key bed is different Two is a latency. Okay, so I'm gonna try a pattern that I've been working on from the Abrasol book, Volume Three, Two Five One.
now I'm just going to throw some bass in there. So this keyboard, <laughs> what's interesting about it is that I got it because it's the, it has the action of a weighted keyboard. And a lot of these small keyboards don't have that. And this really has the action. But it's interesting. It's interesting because it almost is like too thick at times. But I don't think it's I don't think it's really that it's too thick. It's this keyboard here. I'm so used to using it for piano that my I'm just more used to that. <laughs> But this is strong though. They made this really tight and strong. So I'm just going to keep it going. And uh, I'm going to throw some bass in there. So I think I can already feel my brain like opening up. I mean, I think that every musician should have this kind of time where you're really just allowing yourself to explore. There's no rights. There's no wrongs. Um, I got that from Kenny Warner. In fact, his book is called Effortless Mastery. And he talks about that. And ever since I studied that, I guess about hmm, maybe 10, maybe it, probably more than 10 years now, probably about 12, 12 years. Um, it like really set me free as far as finding my own voice. So I think um, this is the way to go. And you can do it in different ways. But I think just finding a time when you can just break the rules and just explore and so the thing I've decided to do is to take that uh, ex exploration, which is for most musicians, for all of us as musicians, is like a really vulnerable place, you know, and I've decided to broadcast it to the world <laughs> because there's power in vulnerability. And um, plus, this is I just this particular method for me is so important that. I'm more upset if I miss this on a day-to-day -day basis than if I don't have gigs. Like, I really enjoy how you grow. It's almost like being in the gym and working out and actually seeing your muscles grow, like, the day of. That's how this kind of um, uh, return on investment is so fast. So, anyway. <clears throat> My goal is to teach other people how to apply this to their uh, practice to better their music favorite part of the process. 
I love playing chords and just coloring, playing harmony, even more than soloing. When you're practicing, you should sound like you're practicing. Otherwise, you're just jamming to where you're already strong. You should practice to your weakness. Which means you should sound like shit. <laughs> and there'd be some good in there. But you should sound like you're exploring.
I just feel it's gonna practice with a little roads for a few minutes. 
I always treat uh, the Rhodes like a completely different instrument um, than the piano. And it is, you know, some people say, well, duh, it is, you know, it's an electric piano versus acoustic, acoustic piano. And that's true. But um, in addition to that, I like to treat the uh, the timbre, the character of the sound uh, as in a different way. So with Rhodes, you can do a lot of things where, you, where you're rubbing into notes. You don't have to be as accurate. In fact, sometimes you don't want to be accurate. You want to slur into notes and chords. So what I find is that because that's the case, it makes me just play Rhodes differently. I, I play different chord voicings uh, than I do on the piano. It's, it's really interesting. So take a listen um, and pull from it what you may, what you, you know, whatever, if you're a musician, whatever you can use from what I'm doing. Don't forget it's available in this file that you see on the screen. You see me recording it here. We'll get the editor to leave that in. <laughs> um, but all that information there, you can grab by checking out the link in the description. You'll get all this. this. Okay, here we go. Let's stop talking. Let's get back to the shed. just a little bit just want to turn it down a little bit more so I can dig in a little bit harder never do that on piano.